Hello and welcome to the Urban Health Podcast, keeping busy city executives and entrepreneurs empowered and healthy. I'm Stephanie Webster. I'm a nutritional therapist on Harley Street, London, specialising in gut health, hormone optimization therapy and fat loss. Today, I have the wonderful Gemma Eves on the show. Gemma is a qualified sports massage therapist specialising in rehabilitation and neurological injuries. After qualifying in 2001, she worked with patients suffering from neurodisabilities, utilising reflexology, deep tissue and sports massage to assist in relieving physical ailments as well as stress and pain relief. For the last seven years, Gemma's passion has been to provide help and support so that patients can reach their optimal health goals. She has a holistic approach to her practice and enjoys engaging in alternative therapies. Gemma, thank you so much for coming onto the show and the wonderful work that you do. Hi, thank you. So Gemma, before we begin, would you like to tell us your website address and your contact details so that we can make a note at the start and at the end of this show? Sure. So my web address is www.neuromassage.co.uk and the email address to contact us is info at neuromassage.co.uk. So Gemma, tell us how you came to specialise in rehabilitation and neurological injuries. Well, I basically fell into it. I've always worked in the alternative health industry, mainly with massage. And I've worked as a massage therapist for a long time. And there's not many people who actually treat people with a neurodisability. So I fell into it because it, I became quite busy doing it. I, I'm quite comfortable with working with people who have a disability. And at the moment, you know, one in six people in the UK have some sort of neurodisability. So there just is a lot of work there and it's really nice and rewarding. You're very compassionate and, and empathetic. Tell us about the disabilities that you treat, that the, the disabilities that you um, face every day. So, I mean, the list of neurodisabilities is so long, but the main people I see, so I can treat anyone with a neurodisability, but the main people I will see on a daily basis will be um, spinal cord injuries, people who have had a stroke or who have um, brain injuries, people with Parkinson's, MS, um, and transverse myelitis. I mean, I see like amputees, a bit of everything, but the main are the kind of list above. So what's the difference between a massage and a neuromassage? So I guess at the end of the day, the massage techniques are similar, whether you're massaging someone with an, like someone able-bodied or someone with a disability. The difference is it's kind of learning how to engage with a person and understanding their disability. So two people can have the same level of spinal cord injury, but they present in very different ways. And it's about understanding, you know, where different tone and the muscles, what their injury can do and kind of, I guess, the, the areas that have been affected. So learning how to work with that. And it's also being comfortable helping people who don't have much movement, helping them move and helping them kind of doing tasks that they can't really do every day. Mm-hmm. And that must feel very rewarding. So they come to see you and then you create a treatment plan for them and you take them from not being able to move very much at all to at least being able to do some some tasks during the day. So do you want to give us an example of somebody that you've worked with that you've taken them through that journey? Uh, yeah, so I guess it kind of, it does depend and it's really difficult because every in, individual has, they present differently with um, every disability. 
so many people I will meet, um, if someone's had a car accident and have a, has a spinal cord injury, you'll kind of meet them right at the beginning. And this is kind of, you know, it's really acute and they're in a lot of pain and they have to start learning to use their body in different ways. So quite a few clients I've kind of met when they're still bed-bound and you kind of see them from being bed-bound to being up in a wheelchair and having independent lives, driving, traveling, and I guess living how they were living before, just this time they have a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. And you have patients with a variety of mobility issues. What are the options for them and where can they have their massage therapy? Because sometimes they can't even come to you that you have to go to them, is that correct? Yeah, so actually I um, I travel to everyone's place. So there's a couple of people who work for me and we all travel to so whether people are in a hospital or care home or their own house. So we make sure we travel to them, especially, you know, I'm based in London, so London can be quite tough to get around if you have a disability. So for people who don't have a car, transport is really difficult. So we try to make it easier and take the stress out of traveling by going to them. Mm-hmm. And you have a team, you say. Tell us a little bit about your practice, your team, your clinic, how long you've been running, and the, and the you've got a whole uh, multidisciplinary approach around you. So tell us about that. So I have a couple of people that work for me in just different areas of the UK. And actually, I'm very lucky, so I found some incredible people. Most of the people who work for me have actually, they're a massage therapist, obviously, but they've all had training as a carer in the past, which means that they've They've just naturally, they kind of understand how to work with people with disabilities. They understand the manual handling and um, just, I guess, communication and um, having a little bit of um, initiative to trust their own instincts when it comes to treating a client. So at the moment, we're based around Surrey and London, but we are expanding a bit further south. And it must be very rewarding for you to change someone's life in this way. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually, it's quite nice to see because, you know, as a massage therapist, you know you're going to help anyone and everyone benefits from massage, but you, you can kind of see physical difference with people, um, especially people when mobility is an issue, you know, by releasing some of the tone and tension in someone's legs, for example, straight after the massage, you can see that they can lift their legs more and they can walk a bit easier. So it is really rewarding seeing people benefit pretty much straight away from And I guess it's also the, um, oh, sorry. Yeah, you kind of see a lot of clients have to, um, when they get massages regularly, they don't need to take as many painkillers. And that's really nice. That's probably the nicest thing because they're in less pain and they don't need to kind of keep on putting drugs in their bodies to get through every day. Yeah, it must just to liberate the tissue and not needing that pain relief is is an extraordinary thing. And what aftercare plans do you advice for those who get a massage and they're feeling because sometimes you can feel unwell if a lot of detoxification has happened sometimes you can feel tight or you can feel um, a, a bit of that nice after massage pain so is there aftercare tips that you recommend for after a massage okay and this depends on the disability as well um so for example i find that sometimes people with um, more autoimmune for example like ms Mm-hmm. then, you know, it's really important that they rest up a little bit more because it can be, a massage can take a lot of energy and can be quite draining for them. Um, so even though they might feel, um, their mobility might be improved, they might feel a bit weaker straight away. Whereas, um, 
you know, it kind of depends. If someone's had a spinal cord injury, the aftercare, you know, it's, it doesn't really make too much difference because they, um, when they're feeling good, they want to do more things. So I kind of encourage them to get up and about and to, if they're feeling good and they're not in pain and they don't have so many spasms, then go with it, you know. So I'm not as um, strict about telling them to rest or anything. But I do with... Um, if people have carers or family members or people around them. And um, I will kind of encourage and teach the people around them to help stretch the person and maybe to learn a few massage techniques, like on the foot, for example, which could just help them be more comfortable and get around every day with a bit more ease. And there's a specific kind of training that you all have to undergo to do this type of massage. So tell us a bit about the formal training that you have undertaken. So it's... um, it's quite interesting because there's not many people who do what I do. So there's not many courses and training. Well, I don't know anybody do who it, does so. what you do. I think you're 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 the only one. I, I haven't found anyone else, even including doing the research for the show, to try comparatives. You seem to be the only one in the UK that I have found to date that, that so far. Yes, I am. So when I have the people that work for me, I'm, I kind of want to try. I create like a. Um, they all have to kind of tick a few boxes. So everyone have to have massage qualifications, of course. Um, I would need everyone who works for me to have manual handling, just so, and it's for two reasons, to look after their body and to help lift a person comfortably, just help to understand how to move someone. Then there's like vulnerable adult and child training, first aid courses. And, um, but I've been very lucky that a lot of people who work for me have had training as a carer. But when it comes to neurodisability, I really think the most important thing is to be open-minded have a good bedside manner and be comfortable because it's really difficult when your body isn't working the way it's supposed to. Um, so to be able to be relaxed and make the person you're treating feel relaxed. Because as I said before, two disabilities aren't the same. So even if two people have MS, they can present so differently. So it's about listening to the client and be, having the client comfortable enough to tell you exactly how they're feeling so you can tailor the treatment mm-hmm. to what works for them. And some of your clients were born with a disability and some of your clients had a traumatic event that caused the disability. And there's different mental health uh, profiles in, in that instance. So for those who had a traumatic event and they have PTSD or they have other mental health concerns going on at the same time, massage can help relieve that also to an extent so tell us a little bit about those who were born those who weren't born and then the mental health aspect to that so I guess when people are born with a disability that's all they've ever known it's having had an accident or an illness where you've had something taken away from you and that's where um, you know people can suffer trauma from the injury or even just trauma from having something taken away from them so massage is really good um, for people with PTSD and anxiety. So, like, there's a few reasons. You know, touch is really healing. And yeah. um, especially, you know, I think I've got quite a few clients who's pretty, um, you know, they've got um, brain injuries. And not many people would touch them. And I think, you know, so sometimes it's something as simple as just being touched that makes them feel safe and secure and mm-hmm. it kind of calms people down. And I think we all know that. We all know that if we've been upset or stressed, Sometimes it's just someone holding our hand or giving us a hug straight away makes us feel better. So for people, especially people who have had injuries or illnesses and have gone from being able-bodied to having a disability, massage is really good because it helps 
with the anxiety management, reducing the stress. But then there's also the other things that come from stress. You know, when we're stressed, chronic pain is worse. We can't sleep. Massage helps you sleep because it helps you relax. Then there's also the happy hormones that get released when you're getting a massage. They're the endorphins that are released, which make you feel happier. And it's something as simple as that that can, you know, all together, it can really help someone with any sort of anxiety or PTSD. Do you find sometimes also the reverse is true? So someone who's maybe recently had a traumatic event, they have a don't touch me and they flinch or they, they can't quite relax and it takes a bit of time to get them to feel more at ease, which obviously you're very skilled at doing. But, you know, the healing of touch needs to be needs to be received well. And do you find that also the case sometimes, that sometimes people um, need to relax to receive touch more? Yeah, so I do think... Um, so typically people see me because they want a massage, so they're expecting touch. So then I don't often have people kind of fight it to, you know, not want you to touch them. Okay. But I also find sometimes you'd be surprised, you know, people... And, you know, this can be anyone. This can be, like, any able-bodied person as well. Like, when we're so stressed so in our head, we don't know how to relax anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I find that that happens a lot when people have a lot of PTSD or anxiety. The, the thought of relaxing and giving in actually yeah. is quite scary. So having, being uptight, being tense or holding on to stress is like a protective barrier. Um, however, I do feel I'm quite lucky that I typically get a lot out of my clients and a lot of people it doesn't take long for them to be able to relax and to give in and to kind of just let themselves relax and calm down yeah no you're very skilled at that and and your entire team do commendable work really and it's been wonderful to showcase what you do today and I have uh, an amazing client with MS and I will put him in touch with you so you're your best contact details again, just to wrap up the show? So uh, my website is www.neuromassage.co.uk and the best way to contact me is uh, info at neuromassage.co.uk. Gemma, I really respect the sensitive work that you do and you're just an extraordinary woman with a great team. So thank you very much for coming on to the Urban Health Podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, and thank you for... Everyone who's listening, this has been the Urban Health Podcast, keeping busy people healthy.